Hey guys, this is Georgia with Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens with Jamie and Bree. You're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. I'm Jamie. I'm Bree, and we're two sides of the coin. I feel like there's spooky in the air. It is. It's reminiscent are from we, All Hallows' Eve. Are we in that spooky season still? We're always a little bit spooky over here, but let's dive deeper. What are we diving into this week, Bree? Demons. But specifically, I want to talk about demons versus aliens. I feel like we need some of that dramatic, like, dun-dun-dun music, but like an organ. And why is this? What do the religious people always say aliens are? Demons. Demons. Makes no sense to me. But for the sake of demons and for the sake of defending our alien buds, we should go into it. We should compare and contrast so we can see both sides. So we're talking like, do you ever see that TV show Celebrity Deathmatch where it was like the clay animation? And we're going to do full-blown demons versus aliens and we're going to duke it out and see who wins and who reigns supreme. I mean, I'm sure our audience, if they're a solid listener, they know who we're going to say wins. (laughs) <laughs> but hey, let's give let's give the devil a shot. Okay, all right. Also, because if you guys listened to our last episode, we kind of dived into ghosts and brought up aliens a few times because a lot of that weird activity can tie into could that be a demon or could that be an alien? What is something that you feel like would stick out to you if you had to decide if some weird shit was happening was a spirit or a demon? Or should I start with, do you even believe in demons? Oh, man. That's a hard question because here's the thing. I believe that anything is possible. (laughs) So I would have to assume that some version of demons are real. Now, what version of that is, I don't know. And my idea of it is always evolving. But I think that my idea, the one thing that I don't believe in when it comes to demons is that demons are, quote, Satan's little workers and they're here to like make everyone sin so that we all go to hell. Which is funny because that's what most Western like Christian religions, if you go up to someone on the street and ask what a demon is, they're probably going to say something like, you know, they're from hell and they're They're fallen angels. Mm -hmm. And that's like, yeah, that's like the one thing I don't believe they are. And it's not just because I don't believe in like Jesus and stuff, like whatever. I have to believe in some version of a higher power because I legit think that like some version of Satan exists. Like I believe that there's good and evil. So kind of? Right, I got you. And you're kind of with me on that same level. I'm absolute with you. When I was thinking about this earlier, I was thinking, if Jamie asked me to factor sci-fi, am I going to middle bitch this? Yeah. And the more I thought about it, I really had like a debate in my head. And it was like, yes, I believe in these lower, what you would consider demonic entities. But do I necessarily believe them in the sense that the Christian or Catholic religion explains them? Not necessarily. I don't see them as fallen angels and only doing the works of the devil. I think it's just our translations for things. You know, we only put our own human words on them to explain it. But I do believe that there's dark forces out there. So you're saying that when most people think aliens, they use that God of the Gap theory where you're like, well, it's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a God thing. But we're, of course, I feel like every time there's a God of the Gap theory, we're always like, well, it's alien of the Gap theory. I think they're aliens. But I would not do that for a lot of the things to me would poke out as being more demonic 
than alien. So that's why I was asking you, what would you say you could encounter mm. that would make you think demon, demonic, dark entity in ways that you would describe? All right, let me try to work my way backwards to that question and start off by saying what I think demons are, which I think that demons are some version of a interdimensional being. And why I say that is because that demons can be summoned. So therefore they're from some other place and they end up here. So it makes me think that they're traveling. And it also makes me think that they're behind that kind of veil when we're talking about ghosts and aliens and all those other things where there's that thin veil that's there. And some people or some things are able to reach their hand through and pull things out sometimes, you know? So we think about it in that concept, interdimensional beings, which are to me a category all on its own. But then I also think about our definition of what we think is alien. What it boils down to to me is not from this earth, right? Mm -hmm. So then I think like, well, okay, aliens can be interdimensional beings. They don't necessarily have to come from space. So therefore, in my mind, I'm like, they have to be some sort of version of what we would call aliens. Because although they're not little green men and they don't fly a spaceship, I also think that Bigfoot's a goddamn alien because again, interdimensional beings. And I think that they're all not from this earth, so therefore alien. I would get that not from this earth if it's on another planet. But when we're talking about like an interdimensional, a demon, that's not even in our same space. That's in a different realm. So no, I, I would see them as different. I agree. But do you not also conclude that aliens can be interdimensional beings? So Absolutely. Not just, Two different categories. Exactly. That's what I'm saying though. So if we're just talking about the bare minimum of what I would label something as, I immediately go to there. What makes me immediately think demons? Well, that to me is kind of a circumstance kind of case because I think that there's different versions of demons and we're talking about there's trickster demons who maybe necessarily aren't the scariest thing in the world, but they do things like drop your keys on the ground because they think it's funny or like, you know, knock on your door when you're trying to sleep. And then you have like really terrifying ones that end up possessing people or are, like I said at a different episode, you know, burn and Bibles in your goddamn hallway and shit. Like, that's a scary, red flag for me. Terrifying shit. So it's like, what level of scary do you subscribe to? You know what I mean? Now, me personally, if I was in a weird house and like a Bible fell in my hallway and lit on fire, <laughs> I don't know if I'd necessarily be like terrified. I think I'd more look at it and be like, same. You know no. what I mean? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, mm, I'd burn it too and like keep walking. Like, I don't know if that's something that's Doubt. extra spooky to me. I call bullshit. No, I, I really, I, I honestly bullshit. believe. I know you, I, and you are easily spooked. You say I you're not, know. but you are. I'm not. Some shit happens, you're like, oh my God, Brie. Okay, here's happened. the difference. There's, wait, no, no. What the fuck is that? This is oh a different. Oh my di God, wait. Brie. This is different. That this is, is different. You. I am constantly paranoid. <laughs> yes, okay? You're telling me that not, you would not be scared not of a scared. Bible lit on fire and the f no. That is either a demon or that is the ghost of Marilyn Manson. Okay, so tell That's me tell it. me why you say because now we're going to skirt skirt cuz you're kind of being a little bit hypocritical here. No. Wait, wait, let me just wait. The reason I'm saying this is because you're saying you're trying to not link demons to Jesus, but then you're like, "Well, if a Bible's burning, it's the demon." But then we're bringing it back to if it really re relays to Jesus or God or, you know, Catholicism somehow, then it's a demon if it does that. 
here's my thing and here's why I wouldn't be afraid. To me, I know that I have a very dark sense of humor and I feel That's like true. <laughs> I feel like that demon would be a trickster demon like trying to be like, look at me and then I would just laugh at it because I'd be like, ha ha ha, like I do that for fun but thank you. I'd be like, next house. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so I, and I'm not saying that, you know, not nothing in the world is going to scare me but with my sense of humor and how I take things are very differently than how you take things and I am very paranoid but I also have a very dark sense of humor and I think of demons in more of a funny way than a scary way personally. How could you say that? I don't know. Maybe you just don't know enough. I just no, where need the to thing. go into here's the thing. I've, I've the seen, demon house. I've seen ghosts. I I love to crack jokes about Satan. Like you know that I'm the first person to say exactly, like. But real shit is not fucking funny. Well, I know, but I make humor of it, and so there's that line. So like, what would you consider? How she deals with the pain. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So what would you consider like like a demonic the presence? The only reason why I would immediately jump to demon is because it seems that that's the one thing that that type of really dark entities do not like. Anything that has to do with religion, God, flipping it over, lighting it. Now, I think the reason being is it goes back to why I think some people claim they think aliens are demons. Is because, say, they're in a sleep paralysis situation or something. They call on Jesus and it goes away. But I think it goes back to what we've said over and over again, that when you strongly, strongly believe in something, especially when in your version it is considered the light, Mm -hmm. the almighty, powerful God that trumps over any evil, that you give it all of that power and then it has to cower away or it just completely despises that. Well, yeah, and we've talked about that before on several episodes where, you know, people use something like invoking the name of God or Jesus and it, you know, puts everything to a stop and... The mind is a crazy powerful thing and Mm -hmm. when you have that intention behind something that you do, it's done differently. And I think that a lot of people recognize that, especially in today's age where we're, you know, we're a lot more accepting of the woo-woo-y shit. Absolutely. And I think we're inherently like a God-fearing species. I think we've been made that way over programming over and over again to fall on our knees to something and put something else above us. And so I think regardless of people that say they don't believe in, you know, whatever, that they will cower to that type of experience and be like, this thing is bigger than me and this thing is going to be bigger than you. And so that would be the first thing that ever jumps out to me because how else do demons get exercised? It's like a complete completely religious experience yeah one thing i thought was interesting were a lot of entities that were considered demons also crossing over into a little bit of an alien side and also a few of them that i've seen in let's say different ancient aliens episodes where i could flip some of these pictures and you would be like oh yeah that's you know whatever that's like obviously some type of person from like the anunnaki but they're very very different and it could come back again to just our terminology and, and us understanding that sort of thing. The first one that really stuck out to me was the Pazuzu. And if anyone's seen The Exorcist, this is also the demon that possesses what's-her-face. And this is from ancient Mesopotamia culture, which of course, ancient Mesopotamia and Sumeria is kind of where like the heart of ancient alien type of shit stems from. And it's also shit that they don't teach you inside school. But it's our real history, guys, so please look into it. Apparently the king of the demons and the wind 
and the son of the god Hanby, crazy type of demon that controls the wind, creates storms and all that stuff. And it was described as loud noises in the sky. First thing I thought is whenever ancient aliens compare older stories of how they talked about, let's say like dragons in the sky and cracking and booming, and they always just bring it back to, well, that could just be like flying saucers, like ancient flying saucers making a bunch of noise in the sky. Again, we'll have to show the picture of this supposedly demon. This is not a demon. To me, it, it sounds a little bit like um like a Greek god. Right? You know what I mean? Like the god of thunder. And, but it's considered a demon. You know, I think a lot of these, what we might look back at is the difference of one religion, sector of religion, trying to take many things that they can't explain, but because it doesn't fit under their umbrella, they name it a demon. Well, that's definitely like what most of the things you're talking about kind of like rings in my head. It makes me think about talking about, let's say, the Salem witch trials where something was going on that they didn't understand. So they said it was witchcraft and the devil had to be involved in it but most of the time a lot of these things they ended up being like science that was happening so it was just something that they couldn't comprehend so instead of using the god of the gap theory they're using like the devil of the gap theory where they're like oh well this seems negative so therefore it's the devil because jesus only does good things I think all this is gonna come down to that. The next one, like I mentioned with Sumeria, was Asag. Like saggy ass? Aflac. Aflac. Asag, an ancient Sumerian culture, which is supposed to be a demon. But he's the offspring of An, the sky god. Mm. And Asag attacks humans by bringing sickness and death, and so like plagues and stuff. Mm. So it's interesting because now you're telling me that a lady in the sky had a son and he came down to Earth and killed everyone, which makes me kind of sort of sound like Earth the quote-unquote god up in sky sent someone down to punish us because we're doing bad things. Well, I can tell you the one and only thing that stuck out to me about similarities that I could see this as being like alieny is that he's meant to cause paralysis. Mm. I was like, hmm, interesting. And also because of the whole like Anne and Enlil story that we've been hearing forever with Sumeria and that being the whole story of the Anunnaki and us being here and the two fight between the good and the evil brothers. And that's where this supposed demon came from. So in a sense, they're naming it a demon. And then in the ancient alien side, that's what they're considering to be an alien. An alien. I think that whenever we look at all of these old stuff, I think that all of it's the same shit. All of their gods, their demons, whatever they call it, all of it, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. There's, it's just they're trying to put them into different categories and boxes because us as humans, that what we do. So we're trying to separate good from bad and this and that. And I think at the end of the day, it's just stuff we don't understand. The only one I think that doesn't fit into that box is La Lechuza, which Ooh. is more of like in Hispanic culture, mm-hmm. which is a very interesting story of an old woman who supposedly sells her soul to the devil in order to become like a witch. And so at night she turns into an owl. Mm. And then she basically goes and torments people that have wronged her. Oh, so she's so very specific to her. Okay, so I think that's how it might have started. And so now over time, it's become this folklorish entity mm-hmm. where people are seeing these giant owls, which you can actually find online. People are like, holy shit, I saw this giant, giant owl the size of Big Bird mm-hmm. outside my house. Mm-hmm. Apparently, to call people in can mimic the voice of a crying baby mm. to draw attention. And when you hear that or, you know, like the hooing of it, like the whistling of it, it's a bad omen. It means either someone's died or someone's about to die. 
Well, you know, that reminds me very much so of my favorite movie of all time, The Fourth Kind. Oh, and it gets better, actually. Now that you say that, let me just slip oh, it in. Oh, slip that, it in. This La Lechuza is commonly seen hanging outside of people's windows, staring at them in their bedside. So, yeah, this has The Fourth Kind written all over it. This is literally the premises of The Fourth Kind, that aliens come down as owls and abduct people while they're sleeping. Yeah. And they, you know that they're coming because you see them outside your windows. Yeah. Which this movie legitimately... Scared the fuck out of everyone. And you know what? And I'm I say that I'm not someone who scares super easily. That movie <laughs> destroyed me for weeks until I found out that it wasn't real. Yeah. But while I thought it was real, I literally had to move my bed in my room because I could not look out the window. I was just I was so convinced that they were gonna come and take me. It's funny because uh, one of these common signs of being within the realms of La Lechusa around or whatever is the ability to drain your car battery mm. and all like electronic energy, which sounds, okay, if we are to compare that to an alien-ish side, well, one, you could kind of take that paranormal, but also what always happens when people see crazy like alien crafts, yeah. crafts or making your car battery die, malfunctions, shit stops working, you can't use it anymore. Literally in every state episode we've done so far there has been something a case like of that. that where something comes down in the middle of the road and stops all the vehicles from working. That was the one and only thing that really stuck out to me that was like demon and I was like ooh that has a lot of alien crossover right there. A lot of the it. The other two we see that a lot in ancient aliens and they're like obviously this goes back to our ancient culture and then other religions are trying to make this a bad thing but that one to me I was like mm, this sounds yeah. like something very familiar mm, to I'll us. I'll give yeah. you that one. Yeah. I'll give you that one. So not demon of the gap theory on this one. We're going to go with alien of the gap theory. I'm going to go with alien on that one. So you said she sold her soul to the devil, correct? Yes. Okay, so. Exchange. All right. So speaking of that, why don't we talk about a demonic possession? Okay. So there's this girl named Clara Germana Soleil. And I'm probably saying her name wrong, but she is a 16-year-old schoolgirl who was an orphan in South Africa. And at the time was living at a place called St. Michael's Mission. And at 16 years old, she just got up one day and decided, you know what? I'm going to make a pact with the devil. Now, it's never revealed what she was exchanging for her soul for the devil, but it has been recorded. Nuns have written down that they remember her talking to herself, saying things like, you promised me and now you're going back on your promise. And she would say these kind of things in, in a fit of her possession. She makes this pact with Satan and right afterwards, obviously feels real guilty about it. So she calls Father Homer or Samus and confesses to him and is like, look, bro, I'm going to be real with you. I went ahead and made a pact with the devil. He's obviously not keeping up his bargain. And I'm pretty sure that like maybe I'm possessed or something or just like some weird shit's happening. I'm like talking to voices like, I don't know. <laughs> the father like takes us down. He's like, yeah, yeah, OK, OK. And the nuns are like, yeah, 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 okay, okay. But then slowly as time goes on, she starts showing more and more of these symptoms of being possessed. And you know, there's tall tale signs. Uh, one of them being that you can all of a sudden understand and speak languages you couldn't before. And what's really great about this case is that tons of it has been written down by the nuns who were there during it. They said that Clara was able to speak languages of which she had no previous knowledge. She understood Polish, German, French, and all other languages that were spoke to her. That's crazy right there. The next thing that kind of points towards demonic possession is she all of a sudden was a little bit psychic. She all of a sudden could tell secrets of people who she didn't have any knowledge of. She was able to say to one of the nuns, like, you know, recall stories of her childhood about this is what happened. Like, no one would know those details. And she would just do it super casually and people would be shocked by it. 
Was that the same? Wasn't there an instance where not maybe not a father, but another like male figure in the church or whatever disproved her? And then she said like she put him on blast mm-hmm. about some sexual shit that mm-hmm. he was doing that yep. was totally inappropriate. Yep. Yeah. That see that's like a cool moment. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, it gets better from there. Another thing that's very little check your box off your list when you're talking about demonic possession terrified of blessed images, crosses, holy mm-hmm. water. Like she would physically, like when she would walk by one, even if she didn't know it was there or not, you, you would see her body shift away from it. Or when, you know, holy water was put on her, she would come out of it and be normal for a few minutes before it like almost went back into her again. And so the nuns at this point are like looking to the fathers and stuff and they're like, yo guys, we're, we're starting to check off boxes here. Like how much more do we need to show in order to be like, we should probably do something about this. Things started to really escalate from there. The next thing that happens is is she starts to exhibit extraordinary strength. Mm. It is said, this is like quoted by nuns, that she often hurled nuns about the covent rooms and beat them up. (laughs) That's like aggressive. Some little 16-year-old girl like, "Ah!" The next thing that happened were these literally hellish sounds that were coming out of her. This right here is a nun's description. No animal had ever made such sounds, neither the lions of East Africa nor the angry bulls. At times, it sounded like a veritable herd of wild beasts orchestrated by Satan himself. They would know because they have all the wildlife over there, let me just say. That's what I'm saying. That is a huge tall tale. It's that growling, that like hellish, snarling, deep, layered sound. No little 16-year-old girl can probably mimic that. Well, and again, it's another check on that box that we're mm-hmm. when we're talking about demonic possessions. It's like, these are all tall tale signs, guys. So I think the final straw here that happened before they like really put the nail in the coffin here and decided to exercise was she had the ability to transform into sort of a snake-like creature, her body becoming as flexible as rubber as she slithered across the floor. That's fucking scary. At one point, she bit a nun on the arm and allegedly left puncture marks just like the fangs of a snake. So now you're talking about like shape-shifting almost, that she somehow, her body is being contorted and she's slithering on the ground and biting people on the arms like snakes. Like that's some crazy shit. So at this point, they've had enough of it. They're like, fuck this. We're going to go ahead and exercise her because she's obviously possessed by a demon. Why wouldn't they just drop her off to the lions? I know that sounds fucked up when they're like a church orphanage thing. That's just a whole lot of hell to be going through. I would be like, we're going for a ride, little demon girl. (laughs) Just give, I mean, the lions are hungry. They're on a decline. We don't need another Satan child in the world. We have to remember this is this is before the idea that people had mental health issues. Right. So I would say that if this happened today, the first thing that they would point to is mental health. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I will say is that after this all happened and they look back on it, no one ever, although they never looked into mental health at the time, no one ever during this whole thing was like, ooh, she might she might have been disturbed. There's nothing about it, even though like she's obviously an orphan and there's like obviously some sort of trauma, whatever. Right. But no one said that like, you know, she was hearing voices, so she must have been like, you know, schizophrenic. Like no one ever, when they look at the facts of the case and all the writings of the nuns, no one's like, this is a mental health issue. It is hands down one of the only cases that they're like, this was a demonic possession. So finally, two guys come in, two Roman Catholic priests. It's Reverend Mansueti, who was the director of St. Michael's Mission, and then Reverend Iramis, who was her confessor. It was a two-day-long exorcism. And at one point, she, like, ripped a Bible out of one of the priest's hand. It was, like, trying to choke him with his own collar. So it was, like, it got aggressive. But here's the thing. It worked. 
After two days, she was exercised and she never relapsed. She went on to live a very normal life and died from freaking tuberculosis. Holy crap. Two days, that's a lot of dedication. But that's also why a lot of people say it wasn't mental illness because right, she didn't have that relapse. It's not, yeah, it's not like her, the voices came back or something. It's not like the exorcism didn't work. It very clearly worked and she went on, maybe not to live the fullest life. She probably didn't live until she was 100. I mean, she did die probably fairly young from tuberculosis. I don't know the exact age. I would assume 30s or 40s, but she was never, never talked about it again. She was also heavily embarrassed by it and hated oh, talking sure. about it. Like when people brought it up, she was, it was not something she wanted to talk about. It was not something she was proud of. So, you know, some version of demons are real. Mm. And whether it's not, it was, you know, Jesus who helped the Catholic priest get the demon out. I think we're talking about that same thing we were talking about before. It's when you have intent behind something, it happens. Mm -hmm. Our brains are powerful. The secret's real. Like, shit happens. Yeah. What's interesting is I know of another case where another girl was possessed and it was about the same age. It was like after she turned, not long after she turned 16. And after going over a lot of cases, it seems to be common that especially with women, what I've seen is that before they're really coming of age into their womanhood, maybe, I don't know, maybe they're down in life or for whatever reason. I never hear about a case where someone's like, my life is fantastic. I was rich. I had this and that. And then I was possessed. There always has to be some slight bit of downfall. And there's always some sort of deal, some sort of exchange. Because one thing I've noticed is when it comes to like this demonic type activity is it has to be invited to a certain extent. There has to be that arranged consent to happen. Very much so like the skinwalkers, how they sit outside of your house. Are they asked to come into your car, come into your door, and they can't do anything until you let them in? Skinwalkers or the black-eyed kids? Both. Skinwalkers are the same thing. They can't get in your house unless you invite them. But skinwalkers are more like, okay, so skinwalkers can also be like a devil, but also with a skinwalker, like you make eye contact, you're fucked, you say its name, oh, you're yeah. fucked. Oh, yeah, yeah, but one of- that much interaction. But some of the stories are is that they'll like, you'll have a pacing outside of your fence line because they can't come in because they're not invited kind of stuff. So it's that same kind of element where you, to a certain extent, have to invite something in in some capacity whether knowingly or unknowingly. I would assume that if these are demons and they really are bad, they're probably trying to get you to unknowingly let them in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A lot of the time. That's why it's like, what do you want to do? Give me your soul and I promise you a good life. Mm -hmm. So like, who knows what her deal was, but I know with this other case, I think you even mentioned the person because it's a really well-known one and I know it was like around the same. Is no, it, it wasn't the same year. Is it, it the lady who was like a, a house servant? Yeah. And she... Asked the devil, she was like, I don't want to like do chores and stuff anymore. Basically, and that then, was like their exchange was like, yes. she'd yell out, money. All I want to see is money. She was yeah. like, like yelling money all the time and like, I don't have to work as long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. That was her trade, obviously. Why would you want to be a servant and have some master? But it's around the same age. You're young, you're impressionable. Well, that girl in particular though, her mom had some type of weird mental illness. For sure. Well, and what's also very interesting about that specific case you're talking about is the devil in his own way did give her exactly what she asked for. 
she didn't oh. have to necessarily work or do chores anymore because she was possessed by the fucking devil. That's that again that trickster element that we're talking about where like be careful what you wish, wish for, for because they will give it to you in the way that you didn't expect to get it. Her case was really interesting, but again it's like that young impressionable maybe such shit isn't great so you're like all right, I'll make a deal. We'll do let's do to do. And then you see that moment of splits when they're normal everything's fine and then all of a sudden there's an outrage abrupt chaos but i think in her situation too after like one or two exorcisms i think then she went to normal and she went on she got married she had 10 kids all little devil babies so that's the one thing you can always question the mental illness cases but it's interesting when all of a sudden it's normal i would say the biggest differences between aliens and demons to me jumps out i think for the very like religious side it's just an umbrella term Mm -hmm. the similarities that i can see is maybe in that one case like a little bit of paralysis whatever yeah and leaving the situation whatever by really claiming like jesus or the bible but i'm sure you can also do that if you're like a strong buddhist monk possibly coming through portals but i don't necessarily think you can summon an alien the way that you summon a demon for sure okay i'll agree with that one for for sure for sure one similarity may be waking up with bruises if you're possessed if you're abducted, that is. Yeah, I constantly have bruises all the goddamn time. And I never run into anything, so I don't know where they come from. But the growls, mm-hmm. the snarling, which is a hard, tall tale sign. Usually the pungent odor. Although people say that like Draco reptilians stink like shit. But So it's interesting that you bring that up because I want to, before we continue, kind of talk about what you're talking about a little bit. I definitely believe that when we're talking about in the sense of religion, people use the term demon in a very different way. I think that's why it can get confused sometimes with aliens because you have something like the Draco reptilians who are very reminiscent. Like if I had to talk about comparison of demons and aliens, that's the one species I go to. And I'm like, okay, well, right here. Feeding off of fear. Creating chaos. Sacrifices. Yeah, like we're talking. Yeah, we're talking like same par right here. So then I think about it in that sense, and then I think about okay, well, what if all demons are just reptilians? You know what I mean? Low, exactly, just lower entities. So then you have that there. But I feel like what we have to remember is that we all only can describe things in our earthly ways. Mm -hmm. So I think that from a religion standpoint, they are only describing things using their only tool that they really have, which is the Bible, and so therefore they call things demons. Where I think that there's just a much bigger description of them and I don't think the category they've put demons into is the category it's supposed to be in. There's just a larger spectrum Mm -hmm. on life and its many mysteries and instead of just like throwing it all in a box and calling it a day no 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 there's a thousand different ways that can split for sure. Well you also have when we're talking about let's say just alien abductions and a lot of times the first time it happens a lot of people say it feels almost like a demon was in the room abducting them right? So you have to think about it in the sense of well at the time you were terrified so therefore Mm -hmm. you're terrified so the first thing you think of is what comes to your head this is like demonic this is bad this is horrible so you immediately go there let's say it's your you know you have your punch card your 12th time you're getting abducted (laughs) right but at this point you're not afraid anymore so therefore you don't see it as demonic and you decide to call it aliens so what's to say that what we're seeing maybe isn't necessarily as evil as we think it is it's just that we're being blinded by our fear of whatever it is that we're not being able to understand it like how insane would it be if all of these people were actually like let's just say like beings from a different universe were trying to put their souls into us to tell us things but it comes out in a weird terrifying way <laughs> and so no. we yeah love and light yeah. so it's like screaming horrible things but 
it's lost in translation. You know what I mean? Like maybe the vessel's not quite working. The the link up didn't happen right away. No, I still think not everything can be love and light. There has to be no, that balance. No, for sure. I agree. I think that at the end of the day, it's just things that we don't understand. And I think we would be less afraid of them if we understood them. Because if you understood exactly what a demon was trying to say to you, you probably would be less afraid. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's just like talking in tongues and saying crazy things, but maybe that's the way the vessel only works. You know what I mean? Right. Like there can be very different entities that we come across that we chalk up as demons that maybe aren't necessarily negative, but there are definitely other things that are very negative that obviously feed off of your fear and they're like banging on the walls and trying to scare you and they drain your energy and then you're just like a fucked person. I have a great idea. So you know how like whenever you have the rock and roll records and you play them backwards and it sounds like demons. Mm -hmm. So here's what we do. We go to an exorcism and we record the demon. Then we put on a record player and play the demon backwards. And then it says like love and light and positivity. I am here to make things wonderful. Like maybe that's the secret. Maybe we're just doing it the wrong way. It's like in Little Nicky when they put on the Chicago and it's like, I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocents. I think that that's that's the next set of research we should do in figuring out if demons are real or not because I think it's like it's like SETI they're out there they're looking for radio waves okay well guess what aliens are like way beyond radio waves you need to be looking at something you have no idea that's even invented yet so maybe we have to approach demons in that way different sense and stop thinking about listening to what they're saying and maybe it's something else that we're missing completely and maybe it's that's put there to distract us I still see them as very two different entities. Just the category of demons. I think everything's the one. The negative entity thing, I think, is very, very different. Mm-hmm. And there are some crazy fucking places out there. Houses when demons. I just watched a show. What was it called? Demon House, I think. Oh, lovely. That guy, Zach, from Ghost Adventures mm-hmm. that recorded, uh, I guess he bought some house that they called Demon House. Because mm. there was some family that claimed that there was a lot of demonic activity. And the little boy had an exorcism there. And this was not that long ago. It was mm-hmm. like 2011, 2014, mm-hmm. around those years. And apparently it took him three years to make this film because everything went to shit when he bought the house. And it was like a really highly famous case because all the caseworkers that were there had also gotten sick. Like they came to the house because the kids weren't going to school and there's candles and Bibles everywhere. They went into the basement and they found like a bunch of dirt and there's women's panties and like weird shit once they start digging up and it looked like someone had done some weird type of ritual there. There's oil dripping from the walls. Everyone that walked into the house immediately gets sick. One of the caseworkers claims that she witnessed the boy. Well, they say walk up the wall, you know, like when they slam against Mm -hmm. the wall and then they slide up. Mm -hmm. That she saw that immediately quit her job, moved out of state. It was like, fuck this shit. It was like every single person. They even had people from the police department that were on the show claiming everything that they saw. The preacher there. Basically every single person who came in contact with the house, something horrible happened to them. So you're telling me you don't want to go investigate that house? Oh, after his investigation, he actually had it torn up. Oh. He tore it down. He He was like, this is done. One of the crew members quits. 
while seeing something crazy. The other one supposedly like gets possessed. They say that they see the goat man because there's apparently like, an actual demon that was mm. guarding the house. There was another lady that used to be on all the ghost adventure shows that was like his medium lady. She sends him the audio recording that they even play on the show. She's trying to communicate with whatever spirit is at the house. Like, why are you there? Why are you blah, 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 blah. She ends up being in a double murder, her husband and like her best friend. So like after that, they're murdered. So he's like, board me up in the house. I'm gonna spend 24 hours here in the dark, just me in the house, blah, 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 blah. And then on his EVP, they capture a real growl. The scariest fucking growl I've ever heard. And he captures like a, a shadowy figure in a doorway, claims that his eyes go cross-eyed and he's like forever fucked in the eyes, whatever, he can't see for days, has to wear these glasses. And so after he was really, really sick. He's like, the film is cursed, so I'm tearing the house down. Did the film ever come out? Yep. Oh, gotcha. It just aired. Wow. Tore up all the house, but he saved the dirt in the basement that oh, they why? did the seance and he put on. It, and he put it in his museum? And he saved, no, it actually went into a storage thing. So you're not trying to go to, like, Demon House, is what you're telling me. You're just trying to meet Casper no, the Friendly Ghost. I'm saying I'm actually down to go, because oh. I think it would be really interesting for us to be in the presence of something that will then trigger the knowing that really dark and deep entities like that are, are real. real. All right, guys. So we advise you to not go look for Satan. <laughs> uh, me and Brie will attempt to do that for you. <laughs> if we I'm live. I'm not for trouble, yeah. but I guess I'm interested. Yeah. But I also feel because like I have like a barrier. I don't feel like I could be easily susceptible to, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I'm so cynical that if a dark entity came, they'd just be like, it's a lost cause. She just going to think it's a joke. <laughs> no, it'll become what? What's that word? There's like a word when it's after possession, when you then become meshed. Like mm. you've invited the demon in and you guys are now like working Symbiotic like relationship. It's, there's an actual word and that's what it means. It's yeah. like after that, you're just one. Like a ghost parasite that just lives with me now. You're just like, what do you want for game? <laughs> like every time I hear a bell, it's like, the night is coming. Uh-huh. And then the bell dings again and I'm like, God, that gravy was great. <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh, dinner was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, everything was delicious. The wine. Can I have some more wine? So I believe in some version of demons. What about you? Yeah, I believe in some version of demons. I'm down to... But be careful. Like, we made this mistake last year. We joked... Yes. The Dark Lord, the Dark Lord, get us off Halloween, the Dark Lord, and then we had horrible accident. But we both knew we're like, it's because we've been fucking around. Because we like, did, yeah. Praise Dark Lord, and so we knew like, be careful what you wish for. You be, you be careful be so what careful. you say. So and we're doing it again. So we'll end this episode with this. I genuinely think that there's something real called chaos magic, and if you don't know too much about it, please go look into it. Alistair Crowley, that kind of who we do we shit. But I think what happened is is that we inadvertently were practicing chaos magic and didn't realize it by saying things by saying these little phrases and then wishing things and things like that and inadvertently we got exactly what we asked for in a horrible way Mm -hmm. so let us be your guys's test subjects we joke about it but also be very fucking careful because yeah, it's, it's, joke. it's we joked about it and then it slapped us in the face like what was that you want to make fun some more because this shit's real <sighs> so i hope everyone had a safe and happy spooky season absolutely we're going into the giving season now so i'm not sure what thanksgiving themed episodes we're going to pull out of our buttholes but like i feel <laughs> like i can find a way to connect aliens and turkeys <laughs> It's the probing part. It's how you roast the turkey. Ah, there you go. We just did it. 
Uh, we also might possibly once again attempt to make music for Thanksgiving. Oh my God, the first thing I thought when I said Thanksgiving was like our Thanksgiving rap. <laughs> yeah, our Thanksgiving rap. So it's time for some shout outs. Anthony, Adam, Brandy, Daniel, Destiny, Dylan, J Plus, Matt, Bobby, Rod, Scotty, Simon, Spacey D, Vanessa, AP, Yawn. And if you want to be a part of our Patreon, please check it out. Patreon.com backslash that one time I was abducted by aliens. Just for like a dollar a month, you guys, you can get access to all sorts of cool stuff that we don't release to everyone, just our super secret Patreons. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. We love you. If you guys want to get a hold of us, you can find us at Instagram. At that one time I was abducted. Facebook backslash that one time I was abducted by aliens. We're also on Twitter at that one time with the number one. And all other social media platforms platforms that we probably don't pay enough attention to and we apologize the best way to get in contact with us is to shoot us an email at that one time i was abducted at gmail.com or shoot us a dm on our instagram if you guys want to share your stories with us you guys can hit us up on our hotline our hotline phone number is 408-320-8184 drop us a line tell us a story something weird that happened that one time or maybe you just want to tell us how cool we are to you guys we like it all send it in Make sure you guys pay attention if we have another live call-in show again. That's the number that you guys would be calling into. We love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. This is the end of spooky season. We're we're okay now. We're all right. We're good. <laughs> we exercised it out. Uh, we're back. I think we're good. We're we're, we're good. We're we're good. We're good, guys. Don't worry. We're back in black. We're not just saying that to lie to you. We're here. There's something about this time of year where we both just suck. Uh, so yeah, yeah. It's our life. It's a fresh start. It's, yeah. So um, have a great night. I love you all, except you so Mountain much. View, California. I hope that demons possess you. And Bobby, horrible. You better uh, not say a that. demon might possess you too. So watch your back. Mm-hmm.